was bullied daily. And what did Jesus do? Jesus had never responded with anything but love, but he knew how to draw healthy boundaries. If you have a preteen or a teenager, you may wonder, what is going on in their mind? Well, Shannon Perry, who's in the 30-second book club podcast this week, she's hanging out with you. Uh, she did that. She actually asked preteens and teens, say, what really do you think about? What do you want us to talk about as parents? And she wrote a book about it called Stand. So you're going to find some great advice from her in that book and here on the 30-second book club podcast. Shannon, I know that bullying is even a bigger deal now than it was when we were growing up. What can we say to our teens that are going through that? First of all, have that conversation with your child about what it looks like to a bully and how they perceive people around them that they're going to pick on, that they're going to bully. Uh, We know that bullies pick on children who appear to be weak, who appear to be alone. And so making sure that our children are involved in things where they are surrounded with friends who encourage them, who find their strengths, and they encourage those strengths. When our children become isolated, when our children begin to become alone, uh, that's the time that we see a lot of bullying, especially when there's a lot of insecurity shown. We know that bullies can sniff out fear. So if there's a fear there uh, of someone at the school, we need to teach them, what do you do whenever that person approaches you? Go through those steps. Steps like if they come and they say something to you, you can look at them and say, I don't have time for this and turn around and walk away. And you also found some advice about bullying from what I would, I think some people would think, and I guess I do too, a, a kind of an unlikely source. And, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about bullying, and one of the things that it talks about is that a friend sticks closer than a brother in Proverbs. We know that it says that. And we also know that Jesus was bullied. Jesus was bullied daily. And what did Jesus do? Jesus had never responded with anything but love, but he knew how to draw healthy boundaries. So teaching our kids how to draw those healthy boundaries is key. Jesus was able to shake the dust off of his feet, we know, and leave. Whenever he was bullied, he would turn around and walk away. But there were times that he did speak the truth, but he spoke the truth in love. And that's what's important to teach our kids. It's okay to stand up. It's okay to speak because that's what Jesus did. It's knowing how to say that in love with the right words. So Shannon, if someone who's listening is being bullied or maybe they know someone is being bullied, what's the biggest thing you want them to know? When they are surrounding themselves with their friends and someone bullies them, they need to know that there are bystanders who need to step up for them. And I want to say this to parents who may be listening that their children aren't being bullied, but they have friends who are being bullied. A bystander is just as powerful in that situation. There's three people involved usually when there's a bullying situation. There's the bully, the one being bullied, and the bystander. And when the bystander is able to step in and say, hey, leave my friend alone, and they they step up and take notice uh, that there's someone else backing up your child, that's powerful. And so a lot of times the bullies will walk away from that because they don't want that consternation with that other person. Sometimes bystanders, though, are afraid to step up because they're afraid of being bullied. They're afraid of being picked on. I want you to know as parents, it's okay to encourage your child to show the love of Christ by stepping up for your friends and saying, that's not okay to do to my friend. So Shannon, I know that you talked to teenagers for ideas of what to write about in the book, that things that they wanted their parents to know and talk to them about. And so I, I know that one of the things that's on a lot of teenagers' minds is when they see in the news or, or they see movies glorifying it, people causing self-harm, maybe somebody taking their own life, you know, what do we do? 
it's sad that we have to address this, but it is happening in record numbers. It has uh, become something that kids are seeing as an easy out. And I tell them that, first of all, ending your life is never the answer. Ending your life is, is a lie, and it's a lie from the enemy. And one of the things we've got to remind our kids is nothing is permanent. And show them, give them some examples of how differently things are, even even today, than they were maybe three years ago, how things have changed. And if they say, yeah, it's gotten worse, you, you say, yes, but you know what? There is hope. And give them the hope from God's Word. Let them know, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to bring you a future and a hope. And I have lived long enough to tell those kids that there is no problem that will last forever. And I remind them of that. Tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow will bring new hope. Because as long as Jesus lives, there is hope. This question is going to break my heart the first time my daughter says it. Maybe you've had it asked you over and over again with a teenage daughter. Mom, am I pretty? Shannon, what do you say in that situation? Well, first of all, I would ask them, what is your definition of pretty? And if they do bring out a picture of a magazine or YouTube or any of the millions of other ways that the media has begun to reinforce what pretty is, then I would have a conversation about what God says about her. I teach a conference for moms and teenage daughters called In Her Shoes around the country. And one of the ways that we start out this very topic is that um, I talk about what is the definition of pretty and what the media has done to skew our idea. And then I show them a video of a girl in two minutes being painted and taken from this really uh, what the media would call not very attractive to this knockout blonde Barbie looking girl. And they sit in that audience in amazement because that's how quickly the media can take anything on the computer and change a girl uh, that looks like you and I to something that looks like they just walked out of a magazine. So how do we get them to see you don't have to live up to those images? We talk about the heart. You know, God does not look at the outside. He looks at the heart. And so one of the things that we have done with the girls is to say, you know what, let's get some scripture together about what God's word says about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, period. It doesn't say if you're six foot tall and have long blonde hair or you're fearfully and wonderfully made unless you wear uh, you know, these certain kind of tennis shoes or whatever the case may be. And so taking our kids back to God's Word is crucial. That's Shannon Perry, and her book is called Stand. Coming up next week on the 30-Second Book Club with everyone going back to school, well, you're never too old or too young to learn how to write a little bit better. And so Carla Bass is going to be sharing about her book called Write to Influence.